What up? It's Allison Carpio, and you're listening to Hello Delicious Emails, where we talk about making your marketing more sustainable and selling your offers with email. If you're hungry for spicy marketing advice with locally sourced ingredients and no fillers or preservatives, you're in the right spot. Grab a plate, grab a fork and spoon, and let's get to it. No, you do not have to email every single day. That's like saying you have to work out five times a week in order to get in shape, feel well, take care of your body, what have you. That's insane. (laughs) Especially if you're not emailing at all. You don't go from not emailing at all to emailing every day overnight and keep that up. It's just not possible. And also, you can sell in your emails without emailing every day. No need to add that extra pressure on you. And I'm talking about this because this is one of the top myths about email that I keep hearing, that you have to, absolutely have to email every day in order to see results. We're going to dive into some of the myths today, so get excited for those, and what to believe instead. We're going to dispel these myths. Welcome to Mythbusters. (laughs) So... No, you don't have to email every day. A lot of email marketers make money off of that narrative because they help you with daily emails. I know a lot of copywriters who make money because, you know, they they sell daily email packages. And while I'm not saying it doesn't work, like, yeah, of course it could work. Of course it works if you email your list every day. I'm also saying that you can start exactly where you're at. You can start off by emailing what you're comfortable with, though with my clients, I usually encourage them to add a little bit more. I usually challenge them to do that. And you'd be surprised at how emailing a little bit more than they initially thought isn't so scary. In fact, it's quite easeful and they're happy with the results. So get it out of your mind that you have to email every single day. There's a lot of email marketers out there who preach that as the only way. It is not the only way. Don't let that stop you from getting started. And one of the things that really bothers me about this narrative is the idea that if you're not emailing every day or if you miss a day or two, then people are going to forget about you and they're going to be upset and resentful, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, if you have built relationships with people on your email list, if you have been connecting with them, if you miss a day, a week, a month, maybe even longer, people are excited to welcome you back. They're not going to say, how dare you? How dare you not email me? (laughs) I mean, that's not how relationships are. And also, people are living their lives. And I like to say that people assume the best in you. That if you did disappear from your emails for a little bit, that it's not because you ditched your email list or whatever, but it just happens. We're all humans. So... Don't let that stop you. Go ahead and start wherever you're at. And when you hear that voice creeping in about, you have to email every single day, go ahead and shoo them away. They have no business here. 
They don't need to be over your shoulder. All right. Teladeliciousemails.com to get started. All right, back to the show. So I take breaks all the time from my email list, which uh, I talk about in podcasts and, you know, for when people are asking me about this, uh, when I'm talking to other marketers, they're always so surprised to say like, oh, you're not, you took a break from your email list? Like you haven't emailed in a month or so? And I'm like, yeah, why not? (laughs) I'm human too. And also I have systems in place so that when I'm not emailing my list, people are still receiving emails, especially when they're coming onto my email list for the first time. So I have those in place. And I love when I'm taking a break from email and I receive a reply from someone and I'm like, yeah, these systems work. <laughs> and we start a conversation. It's, it's amazing. It works. It works like that. So you don't have to email every day, start where you're at, and also have systems in place, which we'll talk about more. We'll talk about more about systems in a future episode. The second myth is that you have to have a quote-unquote big enough list in order to start emailing. Now, I've had so many clients who don't even have a quote-unquote big list. They have, you know, less than 200, whatever. It is more about the strength of your relationship to your email list and you selling to them. (laughs) So someone with thousands of people on their email list who, you know, maybe they don't have a strong relationship with them. Maybe they haven't done as much engagement or connection with them and they're not selling to that email list. Yeah. Sales are going to, we're going to vary, but I've had clients who have had less than 200 people on their email list and they sold out their offers even if they were a new email list. Like I'm saying like the email list was only a couple months old. And for me, the first time I sold my group program, I had less than 500 people on my email list and I sold my group program on there and I filled my spots there. So no, you don't have to have thousands of people. You don't even have to have hundreds of people You do have to build relationships with them. You do have to sell to them. Go get started. And we'll talk about building your email list in a future episode as well. What matters right now is that the people who are coming onto your email list, the way that they are coming on, your lead magnet, your freebie is aligned with what you're offering. That's what matters more. Because the more aligned it is, the more they're interested in what you have to offer. And therefore, when it comes time to sell, it's aligned. So don't let that stop you. You don't have to have a quote-unquote big enough email list. What is a quote-unquote big enough email list anyway? You know, when you hit the 100 mark, 500 mark, 1,000 mark, 2,000 mark, I mean, you're just still going to want more. It's just how it is. So don't get hung up on the numbers. I know, I know that's funny to say because with emails, it's easy to track everything and a lot of these metrics are useful. They're not vanity metrics and don't get hung up on the numbers, okay? So the next common myth that I see, it has to do with the length of your emails. And I see both sides of this, like, oh, it's too long or, oh, it's too short. But usually people are afraid of being 
too lengthy. And I'm here to tell you there's no magic number of words. There's no magic length of an email. Say what you got to say, however long or short it takes. Great. And you can also vary it too. Sometimes you want to go really deep into something. Sometimes you're just saying hi. And sometimes your story is to the point and that's it. There's no hard or fast rule for that. So don't let that stop you. Again, sometimes, you know, you want a really big hearty meal and sometimes you want something light. It's just like food. Bring it back to food, everyone. (laughs) And then finally, the last one that really, really grinds my gears, (laughs) that really puts me in a place is this common myth that you have to twist the knife in your email copy, that you have to really, really get emotional with it. And yes, you, you do have to appeal to people's emotions and, um, you know, you don't want to be a robot. You do want to sound human and you do want to, um, touch on people's pains. You want your messaging to be crystal clear and really show that you understand your people's pain points and what they're experiencing. But twisting the knife is a whole different level of ick. (laughs) Also, why are we using knives in people? Why are we sticking our knives in our customers? We don't need to do that. Put the knives away. Save the knives for cooking. Save it for chopping. That's it. Not for sticking it into people. You can't see me right now, but I'm like motioning a cat cat kind of thing, but we don't need to be doing that. We don't need to be doing that. Chop the onions instead, chop the garlic, chop the ginger, just save the knives for that. Because twisting the knife means going too far. It means going way too far. There's a difference between showing people you understand and painting a picture for them and really making it clear to them what they're experiencing versus pouring salt on their wounds. And we don't need to be doing that. We really don't. And I know a lot of email and copy and marketing gurus who teach this. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, who teach this. I remember a couple of years ago, I was in a high-level mastermind, and one of the speakers said something to the extent of like, and, and I know those email marketers, those copywriters, those direct response copywriters who really teach the twisting the knife method. And I've seen it gone way, way, way too far. And even though they did sell using that twist the knife copy, let me tell you, at a certain point, they often realize whoa, this is just wrong. (laughs) It's just wrong because, you know, they're selling and they're selling at any expense. And you don't need to compromise on your beliefs or your values just to sell your offers. You absolutely don't. You can sell in your emails without twisting the knife while still building relationships, while still connecting with your people, while still showing empathy that you understand it is entirely possible. And in fact, it's, in my opinion, the best way to do it. And it's what I teach my clients to do. So I want to say, if you believed any of this myths, it's super not your fault. These are really strong narratives that are out on the internet. And 
you can choose to ignore them. In fact, I highly recommend you do because once you do, you're going to start emailing, you're going to start selling in your emails and marketing is just going to feel more sustainable for you. So don't listen to the noise. You don't have to. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that you're here. Don't forget to follow this podcast, smash that subscribe button as the YouTube influencers say, I'm not an influencer, never was. <laughs> hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any fresh hot out the oven episodes coming out say hi to me on instagram if you're on ig i'm at allison carpio and don't forget if you want to start selling in your emails go grab my free training it's called the four flavors of emails that sell it's at helladeliciousemails.com all right see ya if you enjoyed the show, head on over to HelloDeliciousEmails.com if you're ready to cook up some spicy, tangy, umami emails that sell. And don't forget to follow the show so you get notified whenever a freshly baked episode comes out of the oven. Say hi to me on IG at Allison Carpio. Slide on in my DMs. Say what up. I'd love to hear from you and hope to see you there.